following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, now sponsored by AkaiCon, August 7th through 9th at the Cool Springs Convention Center in the Franklin Marriott Hotel. Go to akaicon.com now for more information and how you can get tickets. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me today is... Hopscrow, the father of TsunamiFaithful.com. And... ASMRI Derail Medics. And... Jen, a.k.a. Tarzana. The fucking alcoholic. <laughs> That's me! Jim will not be joining us this week because he is en route to Texas. Duh. But we do miss him. He hasn't been on for a while. Yeah, I know, man. I kind of miss having another black man on the podcast. <laughs> Apparently, he bunked up with you the other day. Yeah, he did, man. He really did. You know, first thing my mom said was feed him something. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I hope he's walking right. I'm oh. sure he had a little limp when he left. Yeah, <laughs> a little limp? Oh, <laughs> y'all so wrong. <laughs> I was the perfect gentleman at gym. Yes, as we I, all I know, Darrell is a perfect gentleman. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I, I really hope for Jim's sake that he didn't hand mark The heck was that? <laughs> that was something in Paul's house, probably. Nope. That is not me. I believe it was Paul, man. Bitch, that was you. Fuck you, whore. Blame it on Paul. It's all Paul's fault. It's always Paul's fault, man. Dude, when your when your square lights up blue, that was you. So shut the fuck up. I don't know, man. You kind of colorblind looking, motherfucker. Hey, I ain't no colorblind. But anyways, we got the podcast here, bitch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, skank. You're just jealous because, well, you know, Michelle and me got you, so it's okay. Fuck both of y'all, man. <laughs> that was some dirty ass shit to pull too. <laughs> So if you, if you haven't don't know what... heard that, we have an exclusive conversation with Michelle Ruff up on the website currently. And um, on SoundCloud and Stitcher. Uh, I think I just gave away the fact that this is recorded after the rest of the podcast. Yeah, we had a little technical difficulty. So, uh... Yeah, it was Paul's fault. Yeah. No, no, it was, it was more than likely my fault. So, my bad. Damn. Man, damn, Sketch, let me blame this motherfucker, man. <laughs> no, no, I, I mustn't blame Paul for this one. However, I will blame Paul for us not recording this until, well, I believe it is midnight in your territory. <laughs> yes, it is. For goodness sake, Paul. <laughs> I have things to do. <laughs> think it's not- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was beating his meat. <sighs> Should take care yeah. of that on... Uh, Valentine's Day, y'all. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. It was too. Time, time for another round. Uh-huh. Hell yes. Mm. <laughs> Drink! <laughs> oh, we have some exciting news, so we're going to go ahead and get right into the news. Right now.
From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. It was just announced this past weekend at Katsukan that Anaplex of America will be bringing Sword Art Online 2 to Toonami on March 28th at 1am. Yay. Yay. Shut up, Darrell. Now this is actually airing on Toonami roughly three or so months after it finished in Japan, and that turnaround is remarkable. So, Paul is getting his wish. He's getting a 1 a.m. premiere of a dub premiere that is not going to be on home video anytime soon. Yay. (laughs) Shut up, Paul. As Michelle indicated. (laughs) Yeah, they're only on episode six, so probably by the time, probably, hopefully, season, the first part of uh, season two will be done by the time it comes on Toonami, so. Yeah. They uh, just got rolling on that, so... Hmm. It's exciting. And what are your thoughts on this development, Jen? I am very excited. You know, I, I did enjoy the first part of Sword Art Online, and I am very excited to see the second part. Is that with or without alcohol, ma'am? <laughs> oh, it has to be with alcohol. <laughs> My girl. <laughs> well, there's, about alcohol there? there's certainly some, some things in uh this second season of Sword Art Online that will require alcohol, but not not nearly as many as in the first season, in my opinion. Uh, I kind of feel like it doesn't quite hit the highs of the first series, but also doesn't hit the lows. And there's really only one scene that might have people going like, ah, they're abusing girls again. <laughs> but, but not really. I mean, watch how that scene plays out, and you'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that wasn't what I thought it was. Or rather, it ended how you wouldn't think it would have. Now, the general uh, storyline of the second series of SAO is you have Kirito being asked to enter another game world where he has to track down a person who is managing to murder people within the game. Now, given his past experience in murder simulators... He also doesn't fully believe that this guy's capable of killing somebody within the game because apparently that is not possible even though he just got out of a murder simulator. The Dr. Kevorkian treatment. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like an episode that Darrell did. So while searching for Death Gun, that is the name of the character and also his weapon, that is able to seemingly kill people within the game Gun Gale Online, he meets... He meets Sinon, who is a a pro player of the game, uh, who happens to be coping with her inability to hold firearms by playing a game about guns. <laughs> Talk about oxymoron. It's an interesting <laughs> therapy, right? I know, right? Well, she helps him out, and uh, there's a little bit of mistaken identity, which makes for some uh, entertaining moments. And I think the overall, the first first half that's actually just the first half of the series there are other storylines involving uh uh the other characters from the first series the ones that you'd be familiar with asuna and uh all of them so the first half of the series takes place in gun gale online but the second half of the series 
is takes place in uh, New Einkrad and Alfheim Online and has the characters that you're familiar with from the first season because for the first half it's pretty much just Kirito in this new game world with Xenon and uh, new characters with a little bit of those other characters on the side doing commentary but not much else. Uh, so if you're worried about seeing those characters again they do play a larger part later on. But for now, it's just Kirito and the new girl. And the new girl, who happens to be voiced by Michelle Ruff in the dub. Woohoo! If you haven't already listened to it, you can listen to our uh, conversation with her to hear a little bit more about the character. But that evil woman. She <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't want to spoil anything for you. So yeah. Fair warning. I, the first episode is really all uh, build up to the storyline so it's establishing a lot of things with the scenario so there isn't a whole lot that goes on in that first episode so try not to judge it by just that give it a couple i think overall it's a very entertaining show it was an entertaining show and still is not to mention all that coverage your baby <laughs> oh jesus shut up paul don't forget, she's chill, mate. <laughs> well, yeah. well, that's 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 Darrell's perfect girl. They're pretty, they're pretty much all uh, jailbait and Sao. Exactly. <laughs> no, Paul, you're you're Darrell's perfect girl. Sorry. <laughs> now it's time to get into the ratings, the eighteen to forty nine ratings for the programming on uh, February seventh, twenty fifteen, are as follows. Dragon Ball Z Kai pulled in 838,000. Kill a Kill for its premiere pulled in 757,000. Very nice. Naruto Shippuden 549,000. Inuyasha the Final Act 481,000. Gurren Lagan 402,000. One Piece 442,000. Nice uptick there. And Dead Man Wonderland finished out the night with 416,000. And yes, Dead Man Wonderland beat American Dad. Up yours, Roger Smith. It did, however, <laughs> lose to King of the Hill. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, but at least this week it wasn't 800,000. <laughs> Quit talking in future tense, buddy. Uh, <laughs> the total viewership ratings for that night, we have Dragon Ball Z Kai pulling in 1,339,000, Kill a Kill 1,221,000, Naruto Shippuden 873,000, Inuyasha the Final X 792,000, Gurren Lagann 693,000, One Piece 714,000 Dead Man Wonderland 705,000 Very I'm very pleased with the premiere ratings of Kill a Kill That's like Attack on Titan good And man Dragon Ball Z People still watching <laughs> People still watching Yes they are And well it seems that uh, post 3.30 comedy is overall a success. So that's kind of a downer, but 
I don't I don't really care about those later hours so much as getting back 1130. Yeah, yeah we want 1130 back. Where's but, my elephant? Yeah, but I'm honestly surprised American Dad didn't do better. Uh, two weeks in a row, technically. <laughs> yes, we do have the ratings information for the next week now because we're recording this days after. It lost to Rick and Morty. Hmm. That's interesting. Level, level up, dog. Well, at least Naruto Shippuden didn't do as bad as last week. Oh yeah, that gap was a lot smaller. So that's. But we're teasing, so we'll, we'll stop right there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're we're not gonna throw Shippuden under the bus. It did fine. You know, every show has a bad week every now and then. But enough about the ratings. Let's talk about the trending. And the first time we recorded this, we didn't have the full list, but this time we do. Woohoo! The United States good. trending for uh, Saturday the 14th and Sunday the 15th. Destructo Disc from DBZ Kai, Krillin from DBZ Kai, Nappa from DBZ Kai, Piccolo from DBZ Kai, Mako from Kill a Kill, Ryuko from Kill a Kill, Inuyasha from Inuyasha, Kagome from Inuyasha, Hashtag One Piece, Frankie from One Piece. Luffy from One Piece, Third Gear from One Piece. No show trends, except for One Piece. And yes. sort of Inuyasha. <laughs> As oh, I thought Kill the Kill trended, actually. Uh, no, it didn't. Well, there was a lot of competition that night, plus it was Valentine's Day. So, what are you going to do? on my side piece awareness day uh. <laughs> but isn't but isn't she on this podcast right now jen is not a jen is not a side piece i'm the full piece jen's the one piece <laughs> <laughs> so i want to see her in the one piece <laughs> you really want to see me in one piece not a two piece mm, don't worry about it i'm gonna cut it we're kind of wondering if it would be easier to trend just dbz than dbz kai because it seems like people don't really know what dbz kai is maybe we should experiment with that but then again i'm pretty sure dbz kai did trend a couple of times in previous weeks so maybe it was just a bad night i don't know i think sometimes i think twitter just is this like, oh, look, Toonami shows. Eh, fuck that. But Piccolo, yeah, let's let that trend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, really? Piccolo's badass, though. That's yeah, true. Yeah, but Disrupto Disc, I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> like what What was it, like four or five things from DBZ basically yeah. trended except for the show? It's like, mm-hmm. at that point, I'm just going to count the show. I'm sorry. At that point, I'm counting the show. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that they count the show. Uh, I'm sure that they are at least paying some attention to character tweets. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it does play come into play. Obviously, so. Yeah, I would think. Uh, now there was actually something that Jason DeMarco mentioned on his Ask FM, which was regarding people analyzing the ratings and such and i think it's it's worth reading so let me see if i can track that down real real quick there it is 
So somebody asked, do you think Toonami's fan base puts too much time and energy into caring about ratings since that's, that is kind of your job? And his response is, some folks do, but honestly, I don't have a problem with it. Ratings are important. They are the end game for any TV show or block of programming. At the same time, the average armchair ratings watcher has so little information compared to what we, the network, have and have zero insight into the way ratings are read inside the network, which, by the way, changes from week to week based on an ever-shifting set of priorities. Any endeavor to read into ratings trends and a network's result <clears throat> in actions from the outside is simply wild guesswork, which, if you're a layman, is a perfectly fun thing to engage in. The problem comes when the same person who spends so much time on an incomplete data starts to believe they know better than or as much as the network people. The simple fact is, they don't. That's not to say the networks don't make bad or dumb decisions. They do, but they are often based on decisions that aren't and cannot be explained to the public. In short, ratings are a complicated business and running a TV network even more so. If there's one thing I would try to get people to understand, it is that. You don't have all the facts, and they can't be explained to you. And that's something that's important to remember. Well put. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because basically what Jason's saying is, y'all ass ain't privy to everything, so shut the fuck up. Ever-changing yeah. priorities. That's an interesting thing to note. Yes. Mm -hmm. We can clearly see that priorities do often shift at uh, Adult Swim and Cartoon Network. Oh, God. Let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll be here all fucking night. That's uh, for sure. No, we won't. Because I will hang up. <laughs> See, for me, I'll be honest, though. I just... While, yes, we don't get all the ratings, and we, we've said this all the time, we don't get to see all the ratings, so we can't really give you guys like a clear picture. It, it's been... The, the ratings that we do get, though, do paint it a good enough picture to where we're like, okay, we know Attack on Titan's not doing well at mid at 11.30, so can we move that? Yeah. I mean, we, you know what I mean? Like, we, we were we were saying that months ago, you know, yeah. and unfortunately... But at the same time, we never would have known for sure until it actually aired. That That's kind of the thing, is we can guess that this well, no, 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 that I, won't I would, work, but... I would take that a step farther, though, Sketch, and say we wouldn't know until, like, what just happened to Tsunami happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, we don't – we really – I think the most important ratings, to be honest with you, are the breakdown of – The most important ratings are the 18 to 34, which we don't see. Right. We get the 18 to 49, which includes the 18 to 34. But right. that – it's kind of a bloated number to what the 18 to 34 actually is. Right, but it's still a decent enough uh, way to tell if uh, one show's doing reasonably well. Mm -hmm. And well, to be honest, we still don't really know what their standards are for doing well. <laughs> this is true because those seem to change fairly frequently as well. Well, you know, if you know satellite companies and cable companies keep canceling networks when they don't get their way or the network doesn't get their way you know it's 
that's going to be a problem too. You know, going forward, that's going to be one of the, well, now we know it's going to be one of those issues for Toonami that could hurt it, you know? And thank you dish. I mean, we, we would have done so much better. Bleach would have done so much better if dish was there. Yep. You know, dish fucked us over that night, man. Bleach didn't get the sent off and needed. I'm still pissed off about that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a real shame for that to happen right at the final stretch of Bleach. So. Yeah. Stuff happens. Such as recordings not recording. (laughs) (laughs) That's not that comparable, but whatever. Right. (laughs) And now we can return you to the rest of the show that was already recorded. Well, we have two recaps to get rolling on, so we will go ahead and get started on that. Uh, People have been asking if we're going to do recaps for Sword Art Online 2 or other shows, because there may be yet another show announced soon. And really, we don't think we should really do more than two recaps. It gets to be a lot. It's way too much, but I mean, we have to get through the retrospective first, either way. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the retrospective's not going to make the. We're not going to do more recaps after we do the retrospective. That we'll just have shorter shows. <laughs> Why? Because it's less work for me. Can't be wearing a miniskirt. Oh yeah. You know, maybe Sweet. what we can do is if people really, really want it that bad, you know, maybe there is another ship, so to speak, flying behind Toonami Faithful Podcast now, so <laughs> we could always use that if we need to. So I am considering maybe for the shows that not a whole lot happens in any given episode, we could do like one episode a month, we could recap a certain like four episodes of those shows. That that could be a thing. Yeah, maybe. Because honestly, there's not enough stuff that happens in even a single episode of One Piece to really milk for a talkback. But we couldn't possibly do four episodes of Inuyasha in one recap. That's true. <laughs> that would be longer than an episode. No, that, that would be longer than <laughs> probably four episodes. <laughs> that would be longer than a Paul Pascrillo monologue. That would be a four-hour <laughs> podcast. Dude, I got, I got some long monologues, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, let's get into the Kill a Kill recap right now. Yay. Kill a Kill, episode two. So sexy, she might pass out. Ryuko is fatigued after her recent battle and flees, passing out and ending up in the care of Mako's family. Ryuko recalls how she was introduced to the uniform, which she decides to call Senketsu, who was created by her father, Ishin. It's with dads in anime named Ishin. I don't know, Ishin Maru. <laughs> the next day, Ryuko comes across the tennis club captain, Omiko Hokodate. Oh, this Hakodate. is going 
This is going to Hakodate. This is going to be yeah. the next show that I mispronounce all the names. <laughs> Don't worry about it. The real feeling of the night. She knocks her away when Senkets fails to activate. She is found by Aikiro. Uh, that's the teacher who explains that Senkets is a Kamui that requires her blood to operate, providing her with a glove that will help her transform. Basically, I think it stabs her. He offers to provide more information about Sinkets in exchange for Omiko's defeat. Ryuko goes to face Omiko, which after some interference from Mako, because Mako sure takes a lot of balls to the face in this episode. <laughs> more than Jenna Jameson this time. <laughs> this results in a tennis match between the two. Ryuko gets off to a rough start, but eventually manages to fight back with her scissor blade. Because all of the rackets just can't handle the power of the crazy tennis playing that's going on. So she has to use part of Senkets to wrap around the scissors blade for strong enough net on the racket. Eventually she manages to defeat the tennis girl and uh, shreds her outfit. They, they try to play it up like she needs to win the game, but all she does is score a point. She like scores 15 low. She scores 15, <laughs> 15 points when the other girl was like 40 points. One point 40 away from winning the match, right? So that, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I guess they felt like they just needed to speed it up. And yeah, I'm just kind of mad that we didn't get to see more booty, man. Yeah, they were, they were going to call foul on that. Uh, Sakayama was going to call foul on that, but... Once again, Lady Satsuki steps down from her pedestal and says, No, I'll allow it. <laughs> what the hell she is like a female meals lane? That's pretty much what she does. And she and Ryuko are about to go at it. However, Ryuko is about to pass out again. Because she's so sexy, she might pass out. Huh? <laughs> ah, ah, you see? That's why. Ah. <laughs> it's really it's it's more like because she has no blood left so she's going to pass out so she escapes and uh yeah that fight ends before it even begins but ryuko's very surprised to see that satsuki even without any kind of special uniform just with her sword is able to handle her at that point but the real fight begins next time just well this show is ridiculous It's amazing ridiculous. I agree. Love it. Oh, I'm just here um, for the comments. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are you? Of course you are. We'll get right into the Toonami talkbacks then. (laughs) Swimsuit Toonami writes in, Kill a Kill has dethroned FLCL as the king of most crazy anime. Mm, I say it's about 50 50 because Pooly Cooly has some serious moments that are fucking. I wouldn't even call FLCO the the craziest anime I've ever seen. Uh, (laughs) Well, there's Excel Saga and then there's Puni Puni Poemi. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, forget about Puni Puni Poemi. (laughs) And uh, I I think even even beyond that, there's crazier things, but. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would say Kill a Kill is crazier than FLCL, maybe. Uh, they're pretty close in craziness. Kill a Kill's more over the top. 
Yeah. Blue Alexander writes in, Kill a Kill promotes equal opportunity fan service, Ryuko for the boys, and Miki Sugi for the girls. And some of the boys. (laughs) (laughs) So, in in all fairness, then Ryuko is also for some of the girls, right? Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There is there is no small amount of lesbian undertones in this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this okay. Let, let's talk about the fan service for a moment. It, this is not fan service by the traditional. It's this is a flanderization of etchy. And yeah, you could still say it. Boobs is boobs, but at the same time, the director's clearly trying to make fun of how ridiculous all of this is. And for that reason, he has scenes where the teacher strips down and shows his man nipples. <laughs> Dude, those I wish man I had a nipples. teacher like that. You would, you pervert. <laughs> I would. Oh my god, yes. Like, why do you have a female teacher like Stupid that? Sensei. <laughs> Stupid sexy sensei. Stupid sexy sensei. I mean, you, you go look, go from looking like a goddamn crackhead to like just super sexy, man. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, like, man. seriously, man. It was like, man, you see the sparkles, man. I was like, Twilight reference. Yes, definitely. His nipples glow pink. Hey, <laughs> Paul's probably getting turned on. That's the reason why he's so quiet right now, y'all. Yep. <laughs> no, not at all. So yeah, the uh, the etchy in this show is ridiculous, but it's silly for a reason. And if you're offended by that kind of thing, this is not the show for you. <laughs> Next talk back. Blatch writes in, Kill a Kill has stepped up its game in episode two. So Ryuko took some of Senketsu's thread for the racket. Did that hurt? No, it did not hurt. I mean, it's sentient clothing, so... Hmm. I don't know. I mean, he didn't say he, ouch. He offered. So yeah. eh. can you? He can, can spam a few threads. Can you? Does it feel pain? I don't know. I don't know the way he jumped on the bones when he first saw her, dude. <laughs> turn turn about is fair play. Oh, I think all it can feel really <laughs> is emotion and hunger. I would say more like thirst, man. So would that yeah, make yeah, uh, thirst? Would that make Senkets thirsty? Mm, yeah, Senkets is thirsty. Yeah, well, there you go, thirsty. people. A thirsty anime character. Austin Guest writes in: This new Mario Tennis spinoff is awesome. I hope we learn that. I uh, hope we learn what planet Mako and her family come from, though. They come from the planet Crackhead. The planet crazy ass family, perfect, love it. Dysfunctional. <laughs> they're not, like they're not dysfunctional though. They're they're very close. They're crazy. Yeah, they're, they're very close, close, but they're crazy. I wish I was part of that family. I really do. You got a family like that, us. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There are actually some interesting storylines involving the family in particular and the value of family. So look forward to some of those coming up course it's a little tease starstorm writes in this episode of kill the kill is probably the closest thing we're going to get to seeing the prince of tennis back on tsunami you I are would correct 
But it's a prince of tennis you can enjoy, though. Uh-huh. Serving! The princess and of tennis. no fault. <laughs> Lots of balls. Lots of balls yeah. to the face. <clears throat> like Paul takes them. <laughs> no. that's, how Paul, that's how Paul prefers it. <laughs> <laughs> like a we all know Terrell likes the balls to the face. No, thank oh, you. Allison, Allison, Allison. Allison writes in, Ryuko needs some blood when fighting the tennis girl. Too bad she wasn't menstruating that week. (laughs) (laughs) That is how you unlock Senket's ultimate power. (laughs) (laughs) Cody GGPR writes in, I fully expected the back alley doctor bit to go to a much darker place. Smack Smolly Smorrisons? I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, Jen put something in. She did? Yeah. I need Ryuko's suit so that I can make Paul wear it for his chance on Date Durrell. (laughs) Come on down, Paul. Wait, why would I? I'm confused. Why would I have to audition when it's Date Durrell? I'm sorry, but because Paul. you're his dream woman. Oh, no, I'm, uh, no, I'm, every time he explains what he's looking for, it just comes down to you, Paul. <laughs> well, you know he can't he can't get away from these dreamy blue eyes. I'm sorry, but I can see so much <laughs> Paul now that I've learned myself. I, I really I really want to say what happened in this exclusive, but I can't. So I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> no, you can't say anything. Um, <laughs> I swear, Paul, man, you're a punk-ass tinky-winky. <laughs> Cry for me, Daryl. Cry. No. <laughs> but you can wipe your I tears with wait. my dick. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Wait, wait, wait. Do I need to use the crane? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to have to use the crane. For that. <laughs> my, yeah, you're going to need some help for that. Jen, I'm sure he would like you to help him. <laughs> hey, I will. You might have to ask no permission problem. from your husband, though. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> He's okay with it. All right. Giggity. <laughs> Giggity. Josh writes in, okay, am I the only insane fool that wants to see an anime with Mako from Kill a Kill and Shiro from Dead Man? That would be an interesting show. That would be interesting. It's yeah. the Mako and Shiro show. Mako Shiro. Mako Shiro sounds like the name of an anime. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Makashiro. Get your Makashiro here. Yeah, it also sounds like food. Yeah. <laughs> Hot, fresh Makashiro. Get your Makashiro here. Be some kind of white food. Oh. I don't yeah. know what Mako translate to. Why's it gotta be a white food? Well, because Shiro <laughs> means white. Why's it gotta be racist? It's black here for a month. You should have said Kuro. <laughs> but it's not Kuro. His her name is not Kuro. I know that was the whole thing. On. We have an I email look. from Arthur, which I forgot to read last week because he sent it to my inbox and not the podcast inbox. So don't send things to my inbox if you want them read on the show. By the way, next time if if you do that, Terrell is going to come to your house. Yeah, still what on is, his boot. What is with these needless threats? <laughs> okay. Oh no. Because, Email because from we, Arthur. 
I really enjoyed watching Kill a Kill on Saturday. The action and the pace of the show is just perfect. Also, isn't it a funny coincidence that Toonami picked two fingers, rock scissors, for the intro and the bumpers? I have to say, so so far, Kill a Kill is better than Bleach. Can't wait to see what happens in the next episode. Fuck you, Arthur Mesa. <laughs> you know how I feel about Bleach. You are a, such a Bleach hater. Momokan, your ass is dead. Oh, see? <laughs> see? Threats. Nice knowing you. <laughs> and Sketch was worried about my threats. Uh, no, I I just don't like you making threats because they're petty and stupid. Now, Darrell's, those have bite to them. But then there's going to be pain and destruction from Darrell's. Yeah, well, it'll be amusing. It'll be amusing. <laughs> I'll just get out my popcorn. Well, that does it for our Kill a Kill recap. Please continue to watch Kill the Kill on Toonami and give us your commentary every week. We hope you enjoy the show. We certainly are. Good stuff. Onward to oh, yeah. the Inuyasha, the final act recap. Inuyasha, the final act, episode 10. Flowers drenched in sadness. Naraku is irritated that there is still a tiny speck of purity remaining in the Shikon Jewel, left behind by the deceased Kikyo. However, this speck of light can be exploited. In the meantime, Kana goes to the field of flowers that Kagura died in and finds her fan, wondering if Kagura got the freedoms that she wished for. Kana tosses the fan into the glistening pond, bidding her sister farewell. Elsewhere, Inuyasha and his group arrive at a village of beautiful flowers where the villagers are all disturbingly happy. They discover a demon called the Flower Prince who uses a magic to drain all sorrow and pain from their hearts, from the hearts of others, allowing them peace before making them part of the soil. Ugh. Inuyasha, still carrying grief over Kikyo's second death, is easily snared in his illusion where Kikyo offers to go to the afterlife with him. Kagome, who the Flower Prince says has a delicious-tasting pain greater than Inuyasha's, destroys the demon, removing all the flowers in the village. Meanwhile, Naraku orders Kana to lure Inuyasha and his companions in and unleash her mirror. When the group arrives at the pond that Kana is at, a demon emerges from the mirror and steals all the Tetsaiga's powers, forcing Inuyasha and his friends to flee. Kana is left to look for them, thinking about how she lacks anything of her own. Y'all can't compare to Kagome's pain. <laughs> <laughs> that pain was date mine. Feel my pain in my she heart. She got the pang. Yes, but we all know what Kana really happens to Kana. She grows up to be the lady in the lake for King Arthur. <laughs> hmm. yeah. That's a good reference, actually. Why, thank you. you got a lady hangs thing. around at lakes distributing swords. <laughs> exactly. And it was so funny, though, man. Every time Inuyasha tried to use attack, Kana's just like, 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. He's like, wait a minute. Oh, I'm having performance issues again. <laughs> like, Looks like you need to get test like some uh, Viagra. <laughs> Demon brand. Oh, man. Every time that I watch the stream on Adult Swim's website, there are so many Viagra ads that I think when people say that uh, they have trouble <laughs> staying up for Toonami, I think they're taking that the wrong way. <laughs> it's it's getting really annoying. Well, at least they ain't have crunk juice up there, man. Yeah. <laughs> that possesses horny goat weed. Mm-hmm. Here's the Toonami Tuckbacks. Inu writes in Kana paying respects to Kagura. She is a good sister. A demon came out of the mirror. Get ready for a great battle. Allison writes in, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest Inuyasha of them all? Not the original. <laughs> Austin Guest writes in, Kagome beating flower power was so rushed it felt forced and lost all meaning to me. And Kana seems to be a fan of Persona. Mm, or maybe she just saw things through the looking glass. And by the way, they did speed up the, uh, the ending. If you guys noticed. Yeah, they always speed up the endings. Yeah, they put some heroin in it. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh Knighton writes it, The most depressing title ever. Flowers drenched in sadness, smothered in disappointment, swimming in failure. Mm, man, that sounds just like a porno. Well, at least a decent anime series, like a spinoff of Flowers of Evil. That does it for our Inuyasha, the final act recap. Unless anybody else has some thoughts. Nope. Nope. It's time to get into that retrospective, you guys. Nope, not yet. No! How could you forget? There was a very amusing video played on Toonami this week celebrating Valentine's Day and hate. (laughs) Well, I guess it was sort of a... Tsunami promotes domestic violence. <laughs> if it's against Paul, I if it's against Paul, I actually endorse that. <laughs> you always endorse it, but especially hey, you the one that said Happy Valentine's Day to me. So hey, yes, I did. I <laughs> Paul and Payne <laughs> makes me happy. Shut yes, up. And if you want to know more about Valentine's Day, you can read the article posted on tsunamifaithful.com. Yes, tsunami called a well they basically did valentine's day instead of valentine's day when it was in on cartoon network but yeah the best of the baddies by the way (laughs) i can't control the quality of these videos so if you think that they're bad there's nothing i can really do because not even toonami digital arsenal has a really good quality video of that so yeah some of these there's just not a good quality one lying around but if you know of one please let us know yeah, I mean, I, I picked up a couple that were kind of HD, but then when it got to, like, the Villain Day <laughs> graphic, it was like, oh, what is uh, that? Yeah, because there's really nothing that they can do about the original graphics. They can only upgrade the quality of the anime footage. You know what I have to say? Caboose Junior to the rescue! <laughs> yeah, so Caboose is keeping pretty busy working on Toonami Digital Arsenal now, so... Yes. Congratulations on that. Yes. We'll be and sure to have of, him on a segment of the podcast sometime soon. 
And if you guys want to watch that, um, I guess we could say speech <laughs> from <laughs> Toonami. Uh, it is up on ToonamiFaithful.com as well. It's pretty amusing, the the kind of disconnect that Tom and Sarah have for a moment. He's like, what, what are you talking about, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I get it. We don't get to, to have that kind of, let's say, more candid feel of a conversation from uh, Tom and Sarah too much. Honestly, most of the time, the introduction part is very straightforward and samey. So <laughs> it was nice to, to see them kind of play around. Yeah, it was refreshing. And now the Toonami Talkbacks for the other things that aired on Toonami. John oh, Taylor yeah. writes in, Ain't nothing like watching anime in HD. Indeed, Oh, sir. what's um... That's a good question. Was Naruto ship it in HD? It is widescreen. I don't think it's fully HD. Okay. But somebody was it, saying it's like, not stretcho vision anymore. Somebody was saying like this is the first episode that was in HD, so I'm not. That's just what people assume <laughs> because it's widescreen now. Uh, I don't. I think it's a level of HD, but it's not. It's not like 1080. One Piece is 1080, Dandy's 1080, pretty much everything on Toonami is 1080 except Naruto. But it's not stretched. That's that's a good thing. Yes. Stretch of vision. Uh, ugly stretch of vision. Yes, indeed, sir. <laughs> Quite a few people chiming in on One Piece this week. Allison writes in, between Chopper locking the poet man in the fridge and Frankie getting cola, what's not to love about One Piece? Yeah, yeah. The doll. <laughs> he must really not care to get out of that fridge that much. <laughs> because Dude, it he was had like four times. <laughs> well, there is food. <laughs> Japis and Craig writes in, I thought the Devil Fruit users couldn't even struggle for their lives when they're in a body of water. How does Luffy do that? You are what you eat, unless you're Frankie. In which case, you are what you drink. <laughs> I agree with that sentiment because I drink a lot of booze, so I'm pretty sure my blood type <laughs> is some kind of alcohol. Yes, we know you drink a lot of booze. Jesus. Hey, shut up. No one asks you. <laughs> Inu writes in, Cola makes for a great power-up. Chapapa. Anyone else feel bad for Kumadori getting locked in the fridge? They put him in the Hell fridge. Not. Nope. Don't feel bad at all. He'll get out eventually. Probably. I forget. I think so. I don't know. It was a good bit. This was a funny episode of One Piece. Yo, yo. Quit looking at me with that face that says, I wonder what else he'll do if I give him the wrong drink. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Frankie's powers are really bizarre. It's just the way oh, yeah, his mechanism yeah. works. The different things that he drinks affects his powers. But pretty much nothing but cola is useful as far as fighting goes. There's another part in the show where he drinks tea, like hot tea, and he becomes very refined. <laughs> Good stuff there. 
Josh writes in, love is in the air and pain is on the menu. We know, Sarah, Fifty Shades of Grey just came out today. I don't know what's more frustrating, Sakura and Eno's behavior or the left swipe that commercial. I got so sick of that ad. Yeah, same here, dude. It's, it was annoying. Honestly, it's it's not it's not cool to downrate somebody just because they smoke. I, I probably wouldn't date somebody who smokes because I don't like smoking, but still, I that that's not really a positive message, and it's not going to get people to stop smoking. It's just going to depress them so they smoke more. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Because people smoke to cope with things. Don't you understand? Well, people smoke for a number of reasons, man. They smoke after they eat. They smoke after success. They smoke after sex. They smoke after they drink. Yeah. Smoking after sex is the main one. But, you know, after I'm done having sex, you know, the whole neighborhood needs a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) You just just hand them out. (laughs) Well, they bought out Cuban cigars. Just yeah, block they, out the smell from Durrell. Whatever, whore. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I the heart is in the right place, but at the same time, I don't think it's a good approach. Yeah. It, admittedly, it's not as painful to watch as the guy pulling his teeth or the girl ripping off her skin. Right. It, it was true. That was a gross. I've never wanted to smoke, but it's not because of any of those ads. <laughs> I smoke cigars, dude, and that's I on do. occasion. Yeah. I like a good cigar. Can't go wrong with that. Exactly. Moving on, Cody GGPR writes in, insert Marshawn Lynch Napa media joke here. <laughs> Luffy never has time to sit there and think. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Jin X89 says, Sword Art Online 2, replacing Gurren Lagann. It's like taking away a pot of gold and giving a pile of garbage in exchange. Thanks, Anaplex! Um, let's see, uh... I love no. Gurren Lagann. It's one of my favorite shows ever, but I wouldn't say SAO is garbage. I'd say it's good. You know, I'm sorry, man. Dude, that's just your opinion, so I'm going to just let you roll with that today. I ain't going to even chastise you for it. And more SAO haters. Starstorm writes in, SAO 2 is coming, and it's going to be paired with Shippuden. Looks like the 1 a.m. hour will become my official hate watch hour. Congratulations. You have now labeled yourself as hater. I'm just here so I won't get fined. We all deserve better. And we have one more from Benjamin Pajon. So, I wonder what happens if you give Frankie rum and coke. You would have a very drunk and powerful Frankie. Very drunk. (laughs) Yeah. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? It's kind of like what happens if you give the rail water and ice. (laughs) It gets thrown back in your face. (laughs) Thanks for catching that one, Darrell. I can't believe I missed that one because it's such a good one. <laughs> no problem, sir. And that does it for our talkbacks. Please remember, and I know most folks at least didn't break the rules this time, but please remember you have three, that's right, three 
And only if you do a talkback for Kill a Kill and Inuyasha. So basically, you have the opportunity for a talkback for either of those shows we're recapping, and then one more. No, you can't have three from other shows. Sorry. But it kind of defeats the purpose if we don't have any talkbacks for the shows we're actually recapping. Exactly. Don't make me go and get my bill. Because do you really want to hear us sit here and analyze those shows? No. Well, apparently you do if it's SAO. And no, Jose will not be back to analyze Sword Art Online 2. Stop asking. You, have to, you will have to deal with the Rails description of it now. Mm-hmm. And booty, uh, booty, look on the bright booty. side, if you do happen to like Sword Art Online, we're not going to bash it. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, well you know we'll we'll make fun of it when it's appropriate but we, you won't have anybody like ah oh, this show sucks no. that was that's pretty much just because of jose <laughs> <laughs> jose had his reasons why he didn't like it and we have our reasons why we do like it exactly and they're all better than jose's reasons why he doesn't be nice paul <laughs> Damn, did I just say that? Yes. Unfortunately, are, yes. Are, are you drunk? Let me go and get some of my alcohol and find out. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's sober. That's the problem. I know. <laughs> well, this is the part of the show where I maybe or maybe not put in the retrospective. Find out next. Well, long story short, I decided not to include any part of the retrospective within this episode of the podcast. The final audio ended up being about an hour and 30 minutes, and I just couldn't trim that down to a reasonable amount to stick into the podcast. Yeah, I could have put the whole thing into this podcast, but it seems like not a lot of people really like that. So, if you want to hear the retrospective, and I hope you do, you can listen to that probably Friday. Yeah, that's right. Something on Wednesday, something on Thursday, and something on Friday this week. We won't be making a habit of that. That is way too much stuff. And every single one of those things is about an hour or longer. Lots to listen to. I also wanted to take a moment to plug that the Jack and Triumph show will premiere this Friday on Adult Swim at 11.30 p.m. I'm bringing that up because, as we mentioned on the show before, friend of the show, Christopher Cologne, who happens to do the Two Strangers One podcast with Paul, he will be in the episode featured as one of the people that Jack and Triumph run into, and our cameraman and editor, Matt, will also be in the episode, though according to him, he isn't seen very much. In some other Adult Swim schedule news that is rather interesting, there seems to be an encore of the most recent episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai airing at 8pm on Saturdays now. Clearly Dragon Ball Z is doing well and Adult Swim wants to reward that, or milk that as it were. This could be good. Hopefully this gets Toonami's foot in the door for primetime or just more expansion in general. Or it could just be Dragon Ball Z. I mean, it's Dragon Ball Z. It's the kind of show that gets this kind of attention. 
my recommendation if you're around at the time watch it every little bit helps hopefully this shows the higher ups at turner that toonami is capable of running in primetime hours on adult swim i mean think about it toonami was in prime time for several years well just wanted to give you a heads up uh, right about now, I will be exiting the previous recording, so I won't be signing off with the rest of them. I just kind of disappear. So, if you want to get in contact with me, you can follow me on Twitter, at Sketch1984, on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com, and you can also ask me questions at ask.fm backslash sketch1984. If you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, please direct those to sketch at tunamifaithful.com or to the podcast email, podcast at tunamifaithful.com. If you want your emails read on the podcast, please send those to podcast at tunamifaithful.com. And now we return to the rest of the show. Now, I've realized that all these retrospectives have gone longer than anticipated i don't know why i ever thought that they would not be incredibly long because these people are just such chatty cathies <laughs> particularly the episode when i had six people in the call that was crazy just crazy i don't know why i ever did that you were mad man you were mad i tell you so I told, you to, I told you not to smoke before you did this <laughs> i don't smoke We've, we've been over that. No, shit, just have some mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so the thing about the retrospectives, if, they, if they're long, I will release a long cut of the retrospective separately, and then I will put part of it, or maybe even none of it, into the episode. And that is just how it's going to be, depending on how long they are. Because... Yeah, people don't really like the epically long three-hour podcasts so much. Some do. Some do. And we appreciate that you enjoy listening to us talk for three hours. That is almost as long as Toonami. <laughs> Someday we will have a four-hour podcast. Look forward to it. But before we get out of here, we've got some listener mail. Inuyasha-san87 writes in, Yo, my Toonami Faithful Podcast bros. In you here, time to give my two cents on SAO2 joining Toonami in March. I knew the show would come, but not as fast. So props to Anaplex dubbing the show really fast. While most of what I saw on Twitter was lots of anger or SAO raging, I did see some people, including myself, who were happy that it was joining the block. Yes, SAO2 is not without flaws, and there will be a few things that will upset viewers. That being said, as a whole, SAO is a is good with the new characters. Beautiful animation and also guns. Haters will hate, but in the end, SAO 2 will pull great ratings and help the block. Give a round of applause for Anaplex, giving us not only one, but two of their most biggest and most popular shows. One final thing... To fans of Magi, have patience. Hope is not lost. Trust me. I couldn't agree more myself. Well put, Inu. Well put. Yes. Yay! Hey, right now you see me flipping y'all, sir. Just because I like it that much. I think we can all agree. It came faster than we expected to, as far as Sword Art goes. So, 
Yeah, I don't think Maji has lost its opportunity per se, because Anaplex has two time slots now, and if they want to hold on to two, they're going to have to bring it. So Maji is definitely a strong possibility for the fall. And that's not exactly timely, but, yeah, it's better than not airing. Good point. Look at how long it took for Yasha the final act, to show up. But we knew it was coming, though. Mm-hmm. Tyree Smith writes in, I'm really excited for SAO2. I had a lot of fun watching season one when it was coming out and even more fun with the dub on Toonami. Season two has a lot of suspense and even though the ending wasn't too surprising, it didn't disappoint. My only problem with the second part, uh, my only problems with the second part, but that's for another day. Yeah, no spoilers. Also, as a response to why Toonami doesn't do polls, Funny did it a while back, and the higher-rated shows like Anohana got licensed by other companies. On another note, when I was asked on Twitter, Funny said that whether or not a broadcast dub shows up on TV depends on the network, so it's possible that one can show up on TV. And there you have it, people. That's good to know, because it should be noted that starting this week, Funimation is streaming a block of dub premieres of Tokyo Ghoul Route A, which is actually the second season of Tokyo Ghoul, Death Parade, and Assassination Classroom. It's going to be 8 p.m. on Wednesdays, streaming on the Funimation Elite subscription. And they will follow that with a talkback show, because the block is called Double Talk. Ha ha ha. Because it's about <laughs> dubs. It seems to me that's basically like a mini Neon Alley. <laughs> but these are actually... Uh, th these are all broadcast dubs, so that's way, way fast. Funimation is crazy. They are dubbing ten shows that they are simulcasting right now. Yeah. Well, I, I guess they can do it because they have the staff, but... Well... This, this could be the wave of the future, guys. I SAO2 is getting dubbed real fast, all things considered. Uh, Funimation's doing these simul dubs. Who, who knows what else uh, other companies are secretly working on? Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. JoJo, please. JoJo. JoJo. <laughs> I don't think people are ready for the awesomeness that is JoJo, but dude, I am so ready for that dub. I don't care if they're not ready. It must happen. And personally, I don't think Viz has it. I don't think Viz has that or Terraformers. They just have the merchandising rights to both. I still think Warner is bringing them over themselves. And whether or not that helps it get on Toonami, um, it should, but it might not. Because you know the deal with Warner. Kind of not doing the whole synergy thing. But I digress. One more email. Tyler6 writes in, and Tyler, man, I constantly have to edit your emails, and the last one that you sent in was too long and too hard for me to rework, so sorry, but uh, this one turned out okay. I feel like Toonami would be more... Uh, I feel like Toonami would be bigger if action and other genres of anime were on the block but i'm not saying like three or four shows i'm just saying maybe one show that's not action just to see how it does 
like Bakuman from the creator of Death Note, or the world only God knows. King of the Hill is love. DBZ Kai sucks. I wish it was not on the block. Tsunami, please try to get Katakeo Hitman Reborn sometime soon in... or in 2016. It's the perfect show for Toonami, and it's licensed by Viz Media, and it has 203 episodes and one OVA. It's an older show. Uh, so, two things. Uh, I've talked to Viz about their license for Hitman Reborn. They only have the streaming rights. I don't... They, uh, they probably still don't have the TV rights, and I don't think anybody is ever going to. Which is a darn shame, because it is a good show. Uh, also, at least most of that is, well, some significant amount of episodes of that is, like, SD. It's so old. <laughs> I don't think there is an HD version of some of the episodes. So, mm, I don't know about that. Uh, DBZ Kai does not suck, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, yeah, some <laughs> people are, are tired of Dragon Ball Z, but can you argue with the results? Nope. I don't no. think you can. As for airing a non-action show, I don't know if that's such a good idea. I personally, yeah. I would be interested to see how maybe Steins Gate would do, because it's sci-fi. Uh, something like Bakuman, which is about making comics. Uh, I really enjoyed the manga. I didn't think the anime was that good. but The anime sucked. There you go. I'm not the only one. Seriously, when you when it said Bakuman, I almost took my freaking microphone and threw it into the screen of my computer. <laughs> Did you do something with your mic right now? I'm going to put it up your ass. Ooh. I feel like they don't necessarily have to play an action action show, but whatever they play needs to have some kind of sci-fi or fantasy element to it. The world only God knows, if I'm thinking correctly, that's a Sentai show. Uh... That, yes, it is a Sentai I don't know. show. Oh, that 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 might possibly be feasible. It could kind of work. It's feasible. It could kind of work, but like sometimes the pacing and everything is kind of around. Yeah, you know, and like for instance, I love the show Beck. I would never suggest that for Toonami. No, and Death Parade is a new show that is one of the uh, uh, broadcast dubs that. A lot of people really like and I think could feasibly do well on television, but it's just just not really a tsunami-ish fit. I've I have friends that say it would fit Adult Swim action based on them playing Paranoia Agent in Death Note. But so I think eh, maybe depending on where it goes, it is kind of actiony and it's definitely uh fantasy and sci-fi-ish. But, eh, I don't, I don't know. It's it's a slippery slope as far as non-action shows go. Like, they're not going to play Kids on the Slope on Toonami. It ain't going to happen. They're not going to play Toradora. Great show, by the way. <laughs> Got to yes, have some kind Toradora. of sci-fi or fantasy element. So Tenchi works. Uh, a good number oh. of... Uh, Fantasy-based harem-y shows would work, I suppose. But let's let's not get into the non 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 sci-fi, non fantasy-ish stuff. It, uh, what a, 
it might it might work i'm i'm bummed that such a place uh, i think there isn't really a place for those kinds of shows on american television besides the funimation channel and stuff like that but uh sorry that's just not toonami it's never gonna be toonami and it shouldn't be toonami toonami's an action block Okay, that's that's my rant. I guess it's <laughs> not really a rant, more like, uh, what do you talk about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, Skitch? Paul, are you still there? I'm still alive. All right. Damn. You, you can close us out then. <laughs> oh, is it time finally? It is time. <laughs> All right, so email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com uh, please email us anything that you want to talk to about the show about our interviews especially about a certain interview we're about to hear <laughs> oh Terrell's gonna love it um, <clears throat> uh, give us your talk back you know you can just email us whatever as long as it's in regards to the podcast so podcast at tsunamifaithful.com um, you can Please subscribe to our, well, first of all, you should follow us on SoundCloud because, well, we're going to be moving to SoundCloud at the end of the month. Um, I'm at 96 episodes right now, or you moved over. I want to try to get it done by the end of this week. And if that happens, we're going to start trying to use our SoundCloud feed to go to iTunes. I don't know how that's going to happen, how that's going to go. So that's why we're doing it early. But, um. You know, you should start following SoundCloud right now. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash Podcast. Go follow it right now because, well, you should. All right, so you can rate and review the podcast on iTunes uh, and Stitcher. Stitcher is also up to episodes 96, and it has all the exclusives. Uh, it'll probably have the Michelle Ruff one as well, but right now it's not going to have the – it's not going to have it until I put it on SoundCloud, which I'll probably wait about a week to do. Um, like us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at Podcast, And you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's TunamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com. And as always, if you've missed an episode or whatnot, uh, you can visit us at podcast.tunamifaithful.com. And that has all the old episodes. I hope to have that upgraded with all the SoundCloud episodes by the end of the month. Um, my main my main objective is to get everything over to SoundCloud, so I haven't updated everything yet, but once I do, um, everything will be there. But uh, it's time to get out of here, so Jen, where can they find you? Um, they can find me on Twitter at Tarzana, and I also have an AskFM at Tarzana as well, so please send me questions. No. Yes. <laughs> do it now. Tell Didi to shut the hell up. Can you hear him? I always hear Didi. He's talking shit because he hears me now. Darrell. He doesn't like you. Oh, fuck Nobody Didi. really does like Darrell. But anyway. Um... No one... <laughs> Darrell, where can they find you, you fucking piece of shit? Well, you fucking piece of shit. They can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. You can email me at derailmaddox at tsunamifaithful.com. And you can also find me on s.fm slash ukami75. 
Hashtag date Terrell. Hashtag date Terrell. Hashtag. <laughs> Love you. Kisses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and you can find me at Paul Pascrillo. Uh, my last name is spelled P-E-S-C-R-I-L-O-O. Um, you can also, I have an Instagram. It's Instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. I have pictures there, you know. So, uh, basically stuff from, you know, my personal life. So if you want to check that out, you can. And if you want to ask me questions, it's ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. Um, you know, I'll ask tsunami. I'll answer tsunami questions, and I'll answer any questions that aren't tsunami related. Because, well, I want to answer those questions. Just don't. But nobody me. likes you. People do. We all fucking hate you, Paul. You're Terrell like a piece of shit that is like the shit stain of humanity. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, little Drew. He's Drew. A little, a little annoyed because of what happened in the in the exclusive with Michelle Ruff. Oh, hey, let me pet you. Let me uh, pet you like Shasha. Oh, oh, now shut the fuck up. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, if you guys, help us, um, we have our uh, Indiegogo. A direct donation. Um, we have different stages of what, what you can donate. Janice actually donated, so there you go. Yes, I have. Um, so if you want to just donate one time, I believe the address is indiegogo.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Um, I would just search Tsunami Faithful Podcast. It's also on tsunamifaithful.com on the sidebar there, so you can just go to that, and that's how you can really donate. Uh, a couple of you have asked me how you can get the new t-shirt that's your best way to do it or you can go to patreon.com and search for tsunami faithful uh tsunami faithful podcast that's another way you can get the t-shirt as well so uh please help us out any way that you can and hopefully we can as many of us as we can can go down to momocon and we can bring you a lot more content and also do other cons this year as well uh but that's it for the podcast thank you guys for listening each and every week we sure appreciate you guys listening and thank you for sticking with us all these years. But that's it for the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. Deuces! Bye. Hashtag date Terrell. Kisses. <laughs> Bite me, Jen. <laughs> yeah, that damn bird of yours. Well, anyway, people, I got to go anyway, so I'm going to talk to y'all later. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Kisses.